All right, hello everybody. Today is February 6th, 2024, and this is Read Through the New Testament. And today we are reading Luke chapter 10, verses 1 through 20, and 1 Thessalonians chapters 3 and 4. All right, and here is our first reader. Luke chapter 10. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town in place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the labor but the labor sorry, the labors are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way, behold, I am sending you out I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves carrying no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter first, say, Peace be to this household. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you and remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide. For the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Wherever, Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, each with a set before you, heal the sick in it, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you, but whatever you enter a town and they do not receive you, Go into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know how this feels, that the kingdom of God has come near. I tell it, I will be more bearable on the day for Sodom Sodom. than for that town. Yes, great job. Okay, so that's about Jesus sending out his disciples, which is more than just the twelve. And they're going out and they're going to preach the gospel and do healings and spread, spread the news. Um, okay, so then chapter 10, verse 13. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented. And they were very wicked cities. That's the deal. And Jesus is saying, if my miracles had been done in those wicked cities, they would have repented. But these other cities, this other city, Chorazin and Bethsaida, they weren't repenting. Um, and those are in Galilee, by the way. Um, so anyway, so he says, but it will be more bearable in the judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. The one who hears you hears me. And the one who rejects you rejects me. And the one who rejects me rejects him who sent me. Now, the 72 returned with joy. And so now we're going back to the disciples who were sent out and they're coming back. So the 72 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Okay, now we're going to go over to 1 Thessalonians, and we're going to read chapters 3 and 4. 
And let me just get there. Okay, so chapter three. First. Oh, and so by the way, so we still have more of chapter 10, so we'll kind of wait on a summary for that. Okay, so First Thessalonians chapter three. And first paragraph is gonna be one through five. Yep. Therefore, therefore, when we could bear it no longer, we were talk, We were willing to be left behind at Athens alone, and we sent Timothy, our brother and God's co-worker, in the gospel of Christ to to establish the exhort you in your, your faith that no one be moved by this affliction. But these afflictions, for you, you, you yourselves know that we are des- destined, designed, uh, destined, destined, mm-hmm. destined for this. For when we were with you, we kept telling you beforehand that we were to suffer affliction, just as it has come to pass. And just as you know, for this reason, when about your f- faith for fear that somehow temp- tempter and tempted, tempter had tempted you and our labor would be in vain. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So in verse five there, he says, for this reason, when I could bear it no longer, I sent Timothy to learn about your faith for fear that somehow the tempter had tempted you because Paul was afraid that maybe they had turned away from their faith because of all the persecution around them. Okay, but verse 6, But now that Timothy has come to us from you and brought us the good news of your faith and love and reported that you always remember us kindly and long to see us as we long to see you, For this reason, brothers, in all our distress and afflictions, we have been comforted about you through your faith. For for now we live if you are standing fast in the Lord. For what thanksgiving can we return to God for you, for all the joy we feel for your sake before our God, as we pray most earnestly night and day that we may see you face to face and supply what is lacking in your faith. So he really wants to see them again. He really wants to go back to them. Uh, Verse 11, now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you and may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all as we do for you so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Okay, so that's really the background just of how much Paul longs to see them. Um, Yeah, that's kind of the gist of that. Okay, now chapter four, and here we go. Finally, then, brothers, we ask you, urge, we ask you and urge you, in the Lord Jesus, that you, as you receive for from us how you ought to walk, and to please God, just as you are doing, that you are do, do that you do some more and more. For you now, for you know what instructions we gave through the Lord Jesus Christ, through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that stay, 
abstain, that abstain that you abstain from the sexual immorality that each one of you know how to control his own body and holiness and honor it not in the passion of lust like the gentiles who do not know god that no tra- transgressions and wrong his brother in this matter because of the lord it <clears throat> because the lord is an, an avenger, ad- avenger <clears throat> in all of these things as we told you beforehand and solemnly solemnly warned you for god is not called for impure uh, called us for impurity but in holiness therefore whoever disregard disregards this disregards not man but god who gives holy who gives his holy spirit to you great okay and then we're going to go on with more instructions just for christ-like living all right now concerning brotherly love you have no need for anyone to write to you for you yourselves have been taught by god to love one another that's what they're doing really well with Um, for that indeed is what you are doing to all the brothers throughout macedonia but we urge you brothers to do this more and more and to aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs and to work with your hands as we instructed you so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. But we do not want you to be uninformed brothers about those who are asleep. And that means people who have died. That's the language Paul's using. He says they're asleep, but he's talking about people who have died. Um, We do not want you to be uninformed about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. And remember what we saw in the video about the Greek mindset of what happened to people after they die. Paul is telling them, no, you have hope. Um, For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive and left until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Okay? So that chapter there is just talking about... um, a life of obedience to God, and then hope for Christians who have died and will be resurrected, and it's about the return of Christ there. Okay, and that is the end of our reading for today. Thanks, everybody.